horses tall slender narrow chested thysical patients especially with delicate eyelashes soft hair or nervous weak who like to be magnetized waxy half anemic jaundiced persons anxious universal restlessness cannot sit or sit still aggravation from dark or when alone before thunderstorm burnings prominent in every place as in mouth stomach small intestine anus between scapula indents running up spine palms of hand heat begins in hands and spread to face craving for cold things ice cream which agrees or cold water which is thrown up as it gets warm in stomach must eat often or he faints must get up at night to eat singing faint empty feeling in head chest stomach whole abdominal cavity cough aggravation from to light midnight till midnight aggravation lying on left side amelioration lying on right side right lower lobe most affected diarrhea profuse pouring out as from a hydrant watery with sago like particles or dysentery with wide open anus apathetic unwilling to talk answers slowly and moves sluggishly constipation feces slender long dry tough and hard like dogs voided with difficulty hemorrhagic diathesis slight wounds bleed profusely hemoptysis metrasia worse with carious from nose stomach anus urethra in amenorrhea cannot talk the larynx is so painful cough from going from warm to cold air laughing talking reading eating lying on left side as a general characteristic burning is almost as strong under this remedy as under arsenicum and sulfur there is no organ or tissue in which it it may not be found from the outer skin to the innermost surface of every tract or parenchyma it may be subjective only without actual rise of temperature or it may be attended with organic organic changes in malignant diseases with great rise of temperature sensation of burning with an intense degree should always place phosphorus in the front rank for consideration again there is perhaps no remedy having stronger action on nervous system it attacks it in its really citadel of strength the brain and the spinal cord producing softening or atrophy with all its attendant symptoms in their order as prostration trembling numbness and complete paralysis it does this in both acute and chronic form of disease it will be found in acute typhus as well as in that slowly progressive disease locomotor ataxia it causes may be sudden like pneumonia typhus exanthematic diseases croup bronchitis when the vitality reaches its lowest ebb or may arise in a condition undermined by grief care or excessive mental exertion excess of energy or onanism its action 
at the first may be characterized by burning heat in various parts and especially the skin with restlessness moving and anxiety especially at twilight oversensitiveness of all senses such as external impressions light odor noise touch etc and later when the organic changes have taken place the extreme the other extreme of loss of motion sensation and sensitiveness obtains in the former state there is one of the characteristic symptoms the patient moves continuously cannot sit or still stand a moment instead of the fidgety feet like singham he is fidgety all over phosphorus affects every tissue the blood becomes broken down and improvised chlorosis pernicious anemia obtain epis and calicap also have anemia or a pale faxy or that is called bloodless appearance of the patient they all have edema or bloating and there is one of peculiar difference in the face between them in calica the upper eyelids bloat and hangs down like a bag of water in epis it is more in the lower lip while the phosphorus they bloat all around the eyes and whole face bloats under phosphorus the blood becomes so broken down that it will not clot any more and we have purpura hemorrhagica even in apparently healthy tissues we have this strong characteristic discovered by hanneman which is slight wounds bleed much this is what is called the hemorrhagic diathesis and much to be feared as many persons having it may bleed to death from slightest aberration and this same tendency to bleed extends to fungoid growths like fibroids fungoids cancer etc and are very dangerous and troublesome then again phosphorus attacks the bone in form of necrosis it is so especially in lower jaw that it is also of other parts as vertebras and i once cured a very extensive and long standing case of caries in the tibia with it fatty degeneration of heart liver and kidneys with a characteristic anemic condition should call attention to this remedy general emaciation rapid or slowly progressing like atrophy in children also comes under its tissue destroying power and so we find it in to be a remedy of wide range and great power but it is never enough for a homeopathist to know simply the action in the general upon any organ or the set of organs he must know how it acts differently in from other remedies when acting upon the same tissue or organs now while phosphorus acts upon mind to cause great anxiety and restlessness as in other remedies aconite arsenic etc it must be remembered that it is the anxiety and restlessness that precede another state it belongs to a state of irritation in the brain or nervous system which is not checked will go into organic changes which will be attended with a very different set of symptoms such as come for instant from actual brain softening in which appears apathy sluggishness slow talk slowly is indifferent or won't talk at all there is one particular system worthy 
of not the patient fears to be left alone is afraid afraid of dark in the thunderstorm etc this is more during the irritable stage of which we have spoken phosphorus is a great remedy of in typhoids especially with lung complications and here we often get stupor and low muttering delirium like lachesis but while lachesis is worse when sleep phosphorus is generally better we, if he can get to sleep in the late stage of brain or nervous troubles calling for this remedy we find the patient losing all ambition to do anything either mental or physical labor is shunned there is a great indifference he cannot think with his actual clearness cannot apply himself to study or mental operations ideas come slowly or not at all again the patient is sometimes amative or like hyacinthus shamelessly exposes himself there is no remedy that covers great variety of mind symptoms arising from the brain troubles than phosphorus no remedy produces greater vertigo with a longer list of various connections i have found it one of the best remedies and often indicated in vertigo of the aged chronic congestion to the head is characteristic and a sense of burning in the brain is prominent the heat and the congestion seems to come up from the spine heat running up the spine is more characteristic of this than any other remedy deafness is prominent and is peculiar that it's especially deafness to human voice a common symptom in the aged the most frequent use i have made it of the remedy in nose affections is in chronic catarrh in in which the patient frequently blows small quantities of blood from nose and the handkerchief is always bloody as i said when writing upon the tissues the face of the phosphorus is characteristically pale and blotted around the face but in pneumonia we often find circumscribed redness of the cheek upon the side of the lung inflamed this is also true with sanguinaria about the mouth and the tongue i do not know anything particularly characteristic it has a peculiar symptom of throat the food swallowed comes up immediately as if it had never reached the stomach this is supposed to be due to the spasmodic constriction of esophagus under appetite and thirst we have some very variable indications for this remedy hunger is one must eat often or he faints right after or soon after a meal he is hungry hungry at night must eat he is relieved by eating but is soon hungry again this calls to mind iodine chelidonium petroleum anacardium etc thirst is also peculiar he wants cold things like pulsatla but as soon as they get warm in the stomach they are vomited some people have a abnormal craving for salt or salt food or eat too much of it phosphorus is a good remedy to counteract the bad effects we have many kinds of vomiting under phosphorus but nothing is characteristic except the one already mentioned we have already spoken of hungry faint feeling in the stomach sometimes this is described as an empty gone feeling and here again we think of 
such remedies as ignatia hydrastis sepia and others but phosphorus does not stop here with this sensation but extends through the whole abdomen no remedy has this feeling in the abdomen so strong as phosphorus under stool and rectum occurs some characteristic symptoms also for instance stool profuse watery pouring away as from a hydrant with lumps of white mucus like grains of tallow stools bloody with small white particles like opaque frog spawn stools tough like dog stools no remedy has a richer array of stool symptoms and as we see by the above few selected ones some of them are very unique and have often been verified it will repay any physician to carefully and frequently look them over this remedy powerfully exits the sexual appetite of both sexes it is almost irresistible and leads the patient into a mania in which he will expose himself this is succeeded by the opposite extreme of impotence though the desire remains after the ability to perform is gone of course these sexual symptoms are accompanied with concomitant symptoms of the drug upon female sexual organs the phosphorus is true to its general hemorrhagic tendencies if menses do not appear there is often vicarious bleeding from nose lungs instead phosphorus is bound to bleed it is so with cancer of the womb or breast etc also they bleed easily upon the respiratory organs also this is one of our greatest remedies beginning with the voice and larynx it causes and cures great hoarseness patient can hardly make loud noise and is apt to be worse in the evening or for part of the night the us pain in the larynx was by talking and cannot talk at all on account of it in croup it sometimes comes after aconite and spongia have failed the disease has progressed downward until it involves the bronchi and parenchyma of lungs it is in of indispensable value here and also then after the violence of the affection seem to have abated the patient hoes up every evening and seems to be inclined to relapse in bronchitis the cuff is tight worse from evening to midnight also from speaking laughing reading aloud cold and lying on left side the patient suppresses the cuff with a moan just as long as he can because it hurts him the whole body trembles with cuff it has great oppression of breathing in both acute and chronic affections of lung there is a heavy as from the weight of the chest in pneumonia for which the phosphorus is one of the best remedies it attacks by preference of lower half of the right lung it is apt to be indicated of symptoms either at the beginning of the stage of hepatization when it puts a stop to the further progress of the disease but it is more frequent applications comes in where the stage of hepatization is passed and we want to break it and promote absorption and resolution here it has no equal as i am fully convinced by abundant experience
now do not misunderstand and give the remedy blindly on the pathological indication only if you do you will sometimes fail and auto but i repeat this remedy will often be found indicated one here than any other after hepatization begins to break up other remedies like tata emetic sulfur and lycopodium come in in pleuritis you will find stitches in the left side increased on lying on the left side remember in both affections phosphorus is characteristically increased by lying on left side in tuberculosis it is oftenest indicated in incipient stage with symptoms of cough oppression and general weakness already mentioned but i have often found it indicated in later stages and if given very high and in single dose and do not repeat have seen it greatly benefit even in incurable cases if given too low and repeatedly it will fearfully aggravate one of the most characteristic symptom of the remedy is feeling of intense heat running up the back again the burning may be in spot along the spine also it has intense heat and burning between the scapula these like the rest of the burnings of phosphorus often occur in diseases of spine and nervous system but not necessarily so like singham these burnings may be purely subjective but none of the less valuable as therapeutic indications and another very characteristic of phosphorus is burning of hand which is strong it is strong as the burning feet of sulfur and is found both acute and chronic diseases cannot bear to have the hands covered the flushes of heat all over begins in the hand and spread from there even to the face it now remains to call attention to the constitution of phosphorus one tall slender persons of sanguine temperament fair skin blonde or red hair quick lively perception and sensitive nature two tall slender thysical patients delicate eyelashes soft hair three tall slender women inclined to stoop four young people who grow too rapidly and are inclined to stoop five nervous weak persons who like to be magnetized now in number four there is not the tendency to grow fat like calcarea cup but tall you will notice that phosphorus element in calcarea phosphorica takes away the fat producing property of calcarea element now in closing we decide to say we have only touched upon the wonderful virtues of this remedies which must be studied in its entirely enough however we trust to convince of its great value